Hello everyone and welcome back to CTF's podcast. I hope each and every one of you have been doing amazing. Today's episode is on healthy families versus toxic families. First of all, violence is never the answer. Violence is never the answer. One more time. Violence is never the answer. How do you respond when your parents physically abuse each other? You've prayed about it, but it does not seem to stop. Excerpts in this episode will be coming from the UNICEF report titled Behind Closed Doors. Domestic Violence Teenagers need a safe and secure home, free of violence, and parents that love and protect them. They need to have a sense of routine and stability so that when things go wrong in the outside world, home is a place of comfort, help, and support. Now, for too many teenagers, home is far from a safe haven. Every year, hundreds of millions of teenagers are exposed to domestic violence at home, and this has a powerful and profound impact on their lives and hopes for the future. These teenagers not only watch one parent violently assaulting another, they often hear the distressing sounds of violence or may be aware of it from many telltale signs. I am so scared. Our parents fight a lot and we fear they might split up. They fight when we are upstairs. They don't think we know what's going on, but we do. Kinds of domestic violence include physical abuse, such as slapping, shaking, beating with a fist or object, strangulation, burning, kicking, and threats with a knife. Another kind of domestic violence is psychological abuse. It involves isolation from others, excessive jealousy, control of his or her activities, verbal aggression, intimidation through the destruction of property, harassment or stalking, threats of violence, and constant belittling and humiliation. Pastor Faith Oyedepo says, Constantly beating a child hardens that child. Parents need to seek other constructive ways to train up their children. The impact of domestic violence on teenagers are that it affects their schoolwork. Most teenagers eventually become bullies, depression and severe anxiety, and limited social skills. There is reason to believe that teenagers know that domestic violence is wrong and actively want to stop it. Many of them who are present during acts of domestic violence try to help by preventing it, protecting the victim, or stopping the violence. Teenagers need a safe and secure home environment. Teenagers need to know that there are adults who will listen to them, believe them, and shelter them. Teenagers need a sense of routine and normalcy. Teenagers need to learn that domestic violence is wrong and learn non-violent methods of resolving conflicts. Teenagers need adults to speak out and break the silence. Here are some non-violent conflict resolution techniques. If you are in a situation where you are in an abusive home, you are not alone and it is not your fault at all. But here is the good news. Something can be done. 1. Never stop waging war in prayer. 2. Open up to other trusted adults if you perceive it's a life and death situation. 3. Creatively approach each individual parent in their good moments. 4. Supporting one parent only worsens the situation. Avoid taking sides. 5. Raise the awareness of domestic violence, especially among the adults in your life. 
Remember, God has given you the power to kick out principalities and powers. So dear, find strength from God's word. Don't let the present situation deter you. You've not been praying to a dead God, no. You have the power to change things on your knees. So now is not the time to keep silent. Take courage from God's word and fight for the mental health of your family on your knees. Remember that the spiritual controls the physical and we wrestle not against flesh and blood. You are the light in your family. Don't let the darkness overwhelm you. Heal our families, Lord. This week's episode is a powerful one that will speak to many teenagers. I pray someone is blessed by this. Thank you for listening and bye for now.